Hello. Pastor Deborah here. Welcome. We're in my living room again. But in the spirit, we're in the Garden of Eden for another word of encouragement for you, little one. Yes, you. That forever person in there. That eternal spirit. That's right. That one that is right here now on earth. Yeah, in a dirt body. That's you. And this is number 44 of the year 2022. We're almost to the end. We're only going to have 52 of these words of encouragement for you this year. But I have other words of encouragement for children of all ages on the children's channel here on YouTube. That's right. And when I get finished with the year 2022, I'm going to start recording 2023. I've got three big books to finish. I have lessons in many, many different topics and areas. I've been trying to catch up. But right now today, here in the Garden of Eden with Pastor Deborah and all the creatures and the presence of God himself, we're going to talk to you and give you a word of encouragement. Mm-hmm. And what's the title of this word of encouragement today? Here it is. Are you spiritually weak and need spiritual healing? This motion video is sort of showing us your spirit level. It's always rocking, moving. Slow. It's not very glorious. It's not happy. It's restrained. Yeah. It's sending off the little lights for help me, help me. It's trying to breathe. But all the air it gets is dark fumes. A fear of death. Mm-hmm. That's right. But before we begin. Pastor Deborah always starts every teaching with a prayer so we can have help. We need help to see ourselves. Also, I'm recording in Zoom. And if you notice some weird things like maybe my hand disappears, my background comes through, things happen around my hair. I'm not using a green screen. I don't like them. They're too cumbersome. Oh, they might make me look clearer, might not make my hair do strange things. But I have a lot of recording to do. Then I have to edit, upload, write, and study. I don't have a dedicated staff. It's just me that does the recording, the editing, the uploading, the writing, the studying. I don't have a team. I do have an ET person. He's way up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He does some of the behind the scenes on the website for me. But all out here on YouTube, once he taught me how to do it, I do it all myself unless I get in trouble. Then I'll go to YouTube and look up the question I have and I'll find a video and I'll study. Mm-hmm. So the word of encouragement today, what is it? Are you spiritually weak and need spiritual healing? Mm -hmm. 
Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we're together here in the garden to hear your words of spirit and of life. Thank you, Father, that you love us so much that you help us to understand ourselves and you through our holy teacher, the Holy Spirit. Father, help them to see that your words in your book, the Bible, are words of spirit for their spirit. Mm -hmm. They're teaching us about our kingdom that's within us, a spirit, soul, and physical body that you are trying to help, that you want to rule and reign over by your words, by your light and knowledge. And you want to settle down inside of us in your city of Zion, in your new Jerusalem, in your temple, inside our spirit, that we can be with you, talk with you. You go everywhere we go. So help us, Father, to hear these words of encouragement that you gave to King David, that King David, the second king of Israel, is now speaking to us. Thank you for your words and your heart and your Holy Spirit to help us. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right. King David is asking us this question. And we're going to go to Psalms 6, 2 through 7. I work out of the authorized King James Version of the Bible. It has no commentaries. It is just the direct translation of the Hebrew, the Aramaic, and the Greek words. I don't like those Bibles where denominations or theologians or maybe ministers who've want to use it for healing or deliverance, and they comment all on the scriptures. I don't like that. I learned that King James himself of England, Ireland, and Scotland depended on the Holy Spirit to be our interpretation, to comment on his own words that he had written down. So I go to him. He teaches me through the Webster's Dictionary and Strong's Concordance. So that's why I use the authorized King James Bible. I don't want to look through any other lenses of or the flesh. I want to look through the eyes of the Holy Spirit. I want him to help me. And he can help me understand it, see it in nature, in movies, in songs, in poetry, in artwork, in nature itself, between animals and creatures and weather. And even human beings. He'll use everything he can to help me. And if I don't get it, he'll help me again. He desires for me to learn and know the truth of the words. But you have to be a seeking heart. You have to have questions. What does that mean? I don't understand. Sometimes I'll study one word like Lord or God or prayer. I just talked with a precious young man on LinkedIn. He was telling me about his fasting. I said, I don't fast that way. I don't give up food. Not to be in contact with God. And I don't pray all night. I've prayed all day. I sent him an article, a story called Fasting the Lord's Way. So, yeah, I could help people. It's a different kind of fast. 
than fasting food. It's a spiritual fast. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn different things. So we're going to start with Psalms 6, 2 through 7, written by King David. This was a song, God of Israel, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the God of Moses, the God of Paul, the God of Christ Jesus himself. Mm -hmm. So verse 2, have mercy upon me. King David is calling out to his Lord. Oh, Lord, for I, me, the spirit the forever person, am weak. Oh, Lord, heal me. When he says that, he says, I must, in my weakness, it's like an illness and a disease. I need strength, but I can't get that till I'm healed. Maybe I need deliverance from something, set free from something, and then healing must occur. If you understand, if you get a cut, it cannot get strong. Until it's healed. Mm -hmm. So he is saying heal me. For my spiritual bones. My strength are vexed. You have spiritual bones? Do you think he means like bones in our earthly body? No. Your bones are what is your foundation. That in the natural. Your muscles go on. All your soft tissues are around. Your bones are the pillars. There's a strength that holds everything on it together. Mm -hmm. Bones are also the place where bone marrow is made. Blood is made. So he is saying that part of my spirit that is supposed to be strong, holding everything together, be the backbone, be the legs, be the strength. The place where your love is growing and growing in my faith. It is weak. My bones of my spirit are vexed, tormented, hurting. Things have come against me. My beliefs are downtrodden. My faith is weak. I even doubt you sometimes. I pray and nothing happens. I pray for healing for myself. Nothing happens. My strength is waning in my bones. My strength is vexed. It's tormented, stretched. It is not strong and free. Yeah, all of that from verse 2. That's sort of called the spiritual amplified version. God taught me how to do that by looking up the words Stretching it out. God is a bountiful God. One word has thousands and millions of meanings. Verse number three. My soul, my helpmate of my kingdom, my heart, is also so vexed. It is weary. When you have things coming against you, fear, abuse, horror, sadness, you've been mistreated, abandoned, get what you want. You lust after something and you can't get it. People are attacking you with words. Now it's out on social media. The soul becomes vexed. 
weary of trying to be controlled by other powerful souls. And then when that powerful soul strikes back, it strikes with a mighty hand of power. So you will be vexed. Your soul will be weary of fighting, tired, want to give up. You'll be troubled and terrified of what the more powerful soul is trying to do. But you, King David says, oh, Lord, how long will it be before you help me? King David did not have the Holy Spirit living inside of him. I have to do this a lot. My spirit will be weary. And I will go to the Lord in prayer for his strength. He will remind me of scriptures. I will go into his presence. And he will touch me with his power. And my spirit will be strengthened. And I must work with my soul and say, helpmate, be encouraged, be strengthened. The Lord is with us. Come with me into his presence. I am strong now. I can help you. You must have inner talk with your soul, the kingdom of within you. Then your soul must tell your physical body, be at peace. You don't need to be vexed and tormented. The chemicals of fear do not have to run through the body. Be at peace. Be at peace. We're still in Psalm 6 to verse number 4. Verse 4, King David goes on and says, Return, O Lord, spiritually deliver my soul. O save me spiritually for your mercy, life and knowledge to the soul. That's his helpmate. He is to be teaching it. The soul doesn't want to get rid of, doesn't want to lose and let go of all the icky stuff. Entrenched in memories. Gets triggered a lot and gets reinforced. But David is saying, return unto me, O Lord. Spiritually deliver me. For your mercy's sake. Mm -hmm. It's for God's glory that he does this. He will prove to your enemy, Satan and his kingdom of darkness, that he is a merciful God. How? Through you. By your healing. Now, it's not always just for you. It is for your enemy and other humans that don't know him to see that he, God, is merciful. Verse number five. For in death, in spiritual death and in earthly death, there is no remembrance of you. When the spirit lost the Holy Spirit, the spirit had no remembrance of the kingdom. The Holy Spirit, God, only the soul was alive. And it didn't want it. It wanted the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life from the earth. And even if the spirit came into contact with other spiritual things, not of God or the kingdom of heaven, they had no knowledge. Of the Lord and his great mercies. Many of Satanists and witches, they don't believe in this God. They just believe in forces. And if they did 
They believe he died on the cross. He never came back alive. He has no power, even if he is alive. So King David is saying, help me. Help my soul. Oh, save me spiritually for your mercy's sake. As he says, in death, in verse 5, in my separation from you spiritually, when my spirit is not one with you, you are not in me through your Holy Spirit. There is no remembrance of my spirit of you, about you, about the kingdom. It's a myth and a legend. It's not real. And if you believe in it, then you got mental health issues. He said, and in the earthly grave, the bones don't remember. The flesh becomes dust. The soul that was there passes away. There's no memory of you. And he is saying, in that case, who shall give you thanks? When you're an unbeliever, you cannot thank him. That's right. You don't give him thanks. You might give the son thanks. You might give your ancestors thanks. You might give your government thanks. You might give the law thanks. You might give the bad guys thanks, but not him. Because you are spiritually dead and you have no memory of him. No connection without the Holy Spirit. And even having the Holy Spirit, there are no words of truth and how to thank him. So your soul is the only thing thanking, and it is a fruitless flesh thanks. He's looking for your spirit to have knowledge of him, be aware of him, to talk with him, to be with him in your spirit to spirit. Verse number six. I am spiritually weary, King David is saying. With my groaning and my weeping and my moaning. All night. Darkness. I make my bed to swim. I'm crying. I'm moaning. It's I'm always moving, tossing and turning. There's no peace, he says. Even my dreams, my visions, my emotions are swimming. I'm always in this water. Always swimming, almost drowning. Never any light. Never a rescue. I'm weary of swimming. I'm weary of crying. I'm weary. I'm about to go under. This is what this video is representing, our weariness. What our beds feel like when we lay down and we're in torment. And we're weary. We have no peace. Not even in our dreams. He says, I swim in my tears, as you see here. I float on them up and down, and water swells. No light, no beauty, just darkness and water ready to swallow me up and drown me. Verse number seven. My spiritual eye is consumed because of grief. I can't see anything beyond my heartache. I can't think. All I know is this. Always drowning. Always fighting. 
for life and breath. Always in grief and mourning for things I don't even know. A father, what's that? Of grief and mourning. It grows on me. The waters of grief never end. I can never get out of it, he says. They grow old. and they, That is the condition when you do not have the Holy Spirit of this God in you. And your spirit is in connection to it. And you are in contact with it. This is what it is like for your spirit. It while on your tears. Your weariness grows. Your eyes are grieving and mourning because of all of your spiritual enemies. The fear of death is always near. The fear of torment, vexation, and horror. The fear of loneliness, rejection, abandonment. Everything is perverted. There's no light. It's just always dark. There's no happiness in this, he says. My spiritual enemies are all around me. They're engulfing me. They won't let me go. They won't let me drown. They won't let me die. They just keep me in a state of vexation and mourning and grief. And I ask you in this word of encouragement, is this you, the forever person? Is your spirit like this? Is your soul like this? You feel hopeful but can't. And when you do make the decision and you do kill yourself, where do you go? Where does your forever person go? Some people get so tired of the pain and the weariness and the vexation in their soul. They're ready to go. Others, their physical body can go no longer. It's so deprived of food or water. Sickness and disease has taken over it. And the body is killing itself. And the spirit, that part of us that is eternal, will it go to this? Will it stay in that? Will you be forgotten? What is your dreams? What do you hope? Many of us have to wait till death does come. To be healed and delivered. For he is waiting for you. He'll try to get to you if he can. In your dreams. In your visions. On your bed. In the womb. He will come. Pastor Deborah goes. Into the womb before abortion comes. He will come if you're dying. In a coma. He will come. When you're having an out of body experience. Because of torture or abuse or fear. He will help you. You don't know all the things he does for us to help us. He desires for us to be here on the earth, being planted as trees of his righteousness and his mercy. So others can see from our lives him, that he is a merciful God, one that we can call to and he will come. But when we are not with him, we are separated In spiritual death, by not having the Holy Spirit, we are in trouble. So if you would not like to have a death without him, if you would like to continue to stay in this stuff, call out just like David did. 
He's not far from you. Just reach your hand up. Look up with your eyes. And if your eyes are closed, just have a thought. Just say, help me, God. That's done. He comes right on into your spirit. He starts working. It might be at the point of death and you're gone. That happened last night. I was in the garden and I got taken to a satanic meeting, a dark room in a cave. And there was a group of children with dark black skin. They were waiting to be sacrificed on the altar to Satan. Why that color of skin? Because he hates them, right? And I knew what God wanted to do. So I went spiritually to them. They were all children. Couldn't have been over 10 years old. To come with me to a safe place. I knew they were all going to die that night. And they all came. And I took them straight to the heaven. To the throne room of God. And Jesus came off his throne. Came down and knelt down to them. And they said, are you Jesus? I said, yes. And they all ran to him and hugged him and said, thank you. They asked him if they were in heaven. He said, yes. They asked him, did they ever have to go back down there? He said, no. Only when the new earth comes. Oh, was Satan mad? He was denied that horrible, horrible sacrifice. God is always at work. And you have to be ready if you're one of his. Death comes to all of us physically in many ways. That's right. So last night I was out working, showing God's great mercy, deliverance and healing for spirits of little children. They would not have to suffer the pains of death. And if you are one of them, you're a little one and starving and dying of sickness, he will take you. Mm -hmm. So be encouraged. Ask yourself, are you like David? Are you swimming in this sea of grief and mourning and you need some mercy? Ask him, help me. Even if you don't know him or believe in him or you believe in other gods, just say, God of the kingdom of heaven, the father of Christ Jesus, help me. That's all. It's your free will. And he will. Father, be about your work. Fulfill Isaiah 61, 62. Fulfill your words from the cross that your son said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Birth new children, Father, out of death. Show your great power and mercies over death itself. That newness of life can come forth. That the weariness of the spirit is ended. And for the soul. Father, lift them up. You see all those little dots coming up? That's all of you who are believing in his mercy for you. You're coming out of this land of weariness and mourning and grief. You're coming up, up to him 
be encouraged. He has not left you alone down here. He is not far from you. He is always working, bringing you up out of the sea of death and weariness and vexation and birthing you anew. Then you got to drink his word. Even in heaven, those little ones that I took there, they'll be taught. There'll be lots of school. They have to learn and grow in him because they got to come back to the earth one day. A new earth, not this stuff down here. That's right. So be encouraged. He is here and he is merciful. As you say, he is bringing all these little spirits out of this river of death. These ways of grief and vexation, mourning, being held captive by the soul, by the enemy of God himself. He is freeing in the name of Christ Jesus. Okay, that was your word of encouragement for you. I'll see you again next week on another word of encouragement. Bye.